He rightly discerns that the parable is centrally about the amazing nature of the Father. Happily, Tiliki digresses to answer the tiresome charge that the parable is absent in explicit mention of Christ and cross. The interest that the lecture series generated was significant enough to warrant a book, so I tasked a former teaching assistant of mine to do that. Scott Keith went on from his bachelor's degree to do a doctoral training under the well-known Dr. James Nestigan, formerly of Luther Seminary, St. Paul, Minnesota. Parenthetically, now Dr. Keith will doubtless take the place of the late Lowell Green as the Melanchthon Scholar of North America. Scott was the ideal pick for this task because, as you will read, his father died very early in Scott's life, and he was always on the lookout for ways to fill this immense hole. Studying under me, he says, played some part in that. We are all painfully aware of the obvious ramifications in today's United States of what a lack of fathers does to a society, and theoreticians' work backs this up again and again. We may not be very informed about what a father is or what a father does, but we have ample evidence as what the lack of a father causes. Dr. Fairweather was out to change that in any way he could, beginning with the young men in his classes and in his private practice. His training for the PhD in clinical psychology was similar to the training of hundreds of others in his day. Doctors Coet, Horney et al. But there was very little in that training that had to do with fathers and fathering, and he somehow knew from his own father, a Baptist pastor in the American Baptist Church, that much of the deep healing of individuals had to do with not having been given the fathers whom they, and all of us, really needed and still need. Scott will tell you in his introduction that he never intended to write a how-to book. There are more than enough of those, especially in Christian circles, and the quality of these varies from okay to truly awful. The reason for this is that very few authors write out of a father-defined childhood. Dr. Fairweather describes the voice of the father as the obscure voice of empathy. If he was right about that, and I think he was, our collective tendency, our inner default, is to discount the father, to miss what he is and offers, because it is never blatant. We all too easily link father with power, or with hours spent, or with ball games attended, or with any of a hundred other things. But nowhere on our collective screens is anything like the obscure voice of empathy. Dr. Keith's book is, and will certainly be seen to be, sui generis, when compared with other books on the subject. And this will be a reflection of Dr. Fairweather's unique work in the field. In its own way, his work was sui generis, so much so that three times he was nominated to be president of the American Psychiatric Association. The aspect of Dr. Keith's book and Dr. Fairweather's research that will stand out is that the father is called from the child's earliest days to function as an analogy. Those familiar with the work of Thomas Aquinas will immediately recognize this as his justification of language about God, not univocal, not equivocable, but analogical. What Dr. Keith is going to defend is the thesis that fathers are in a unique position to get across to a child what Christians call gospel, literally the favor de propter Christum, favor of God on account of Christ. 
or grace. Fathers are, in a thousand different ways, the only representative of something other than law, rules, earning, or not, failure, guilt, judgment, shame, and the rest. That is a father's primary calling. Of this, today's secularism knows absolutely nothing. And Dr. Keith's book will defend this thesis, Twelve Ways from Sunday, and defend it well. Dr. Rod Rosenblatt, Ascension Day, 2015, Concordia University, Irvine.